Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to Up On Game presents Taylor Scouting. Coach Randy Taylor is bringing his 40-plus years of knowledge to you. This is Taylor Scouting. And now, here's Coach Randy Taylor. Thanks for joining me again on LeVar Arrington's Up On Game Network's Taylor Scouting. This is Coach Taylor, uh, Coach Randy Taylor, and I am going to talk about coaching coaches as an athletic director and the role of the NCAA in the athlete's development. Now, I'm not going to do this myself. I am going to get an expert. Today's guest is Ron Prettyman, who has been the athletic director or an athletic director at every level of college sports there is. Ron has also worked as an executive director at the NCAA, where he managed championships for all levels of competition. Welcome, Ron, on the Up On Game Network's Taylor Scouting Podcast. Thanks. It's great to be with you guys, and I think that uh, this is going to be a fun thing to do today. Yeah, I appreciate it. What we try to do, Ron, is give an inside scoop behind the scenes of things like winning and competing and recruiting, uh, coaching football, and really all sports, uh, including men's and women's sports. So uh, we're going to go into some different things that you have been involved in because you, you, like I said before, you've been in every level uh, at the AD spot and at the NCAA spot and and a different task because they're both tasked with assisting young men and women become adults and leaders. Is, Is that right, Ron? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, I've been in, I've been an intercollegiate athletics administrator for for 41 years, and I've seen thousands of lives changed by the 
fact that they've had the opportunity to play the sport that they love. Uh, so many of the student athletes that we've seen go through our programs probably would not have gone to college if it hadn't been for an opportunity to play sports. And uh, it's very rewarding often to see those young people come back uh, with their families or, have, or with an established career and watch them uh, uh, develop into contributors to our society. The one thing I know about you, Ron, over the years, and we've known each other uh, in, in as much as a, a, a lot of uh, uh, business-related, college sports, athletics-related uh, relationship, is that you always have the athlete's best intentions at heart, and, and everybody needs to know that. So I want to talk about, as an AD, the one thing you have to do is coach the coaches and the staff. Is that how you see the, the role? Yeah, absolutely. Everybody needs a coach. We all need someone that'll pat us on the back when we do well and somebody that'll kick us in the rear end when we don't do well. And we also, also need somebody that'll care for us regardless of the outcome. So I've been blessed to work with hundreds of coaches over the years. I've challenged them to be role models with their student athletes. Um, but I've seen our coaches literally have a huge impact on thousands of student athletes in my 41 years of athletics administration. Is, is uh, hiring these guys and women, men and women, it seems like there's an art form to it. How do you find the right fit for your programs? Well, fit is the right word. I'm glad you used that word. It's an ambiguous word. There's no measurement to what that means, but it might be the most important thing that you do as an athletics director because you're, you're placing uh, student athletes in the hands of, of people that are going to be their leaders as the head coaches. Um, it's a subjective evaluation. I can remember hiring a football coach at one point. Um, this was a crucial hire for me because our program was in shambles. And I went out and I went to that, uh, that coach's location. He was an assistant. Uh, he was a coordinator at the time. And uh, I went on to campus. They didn't know I was coming. Nobody knew who I was. I talked to people in the hallways. I talked to student athletes. I talked to custodians. I talked to secretaries to see if that person ha had the right uh, fit, so to speak, to work in our program. I'm not going to hire somebody who I don't already know is going to be a good tactician of the game. And so what I want to know is that I want to find out if that person is going to be a, a, a good uh a good uh, role model, a good person that'll that'll work well with our student athletes, that cares about academics, and uh, I did end up hiring that person, and he's now at a now at a power four uh, coaching at a power four institution. So um, it's a it's a uh, the fit part is more about who they are as a person than what they know as a football coach. I think you've touched on a couple of the things already, but I'd like to talk about philosophy and goals. Do you have a guiding philosophy that helps your coaches reach your program's goals? You know, in a typical year, Randy, I'll sit down with uh, I'll sit down with a coach before the season. We'll talk about academics. We'll talk about behavior. Uh, we'll talk about goals and objectives. Um, we'll talk about wins and losses. Uh, but if you know me, it doesn't take long to understand what I stand for and what I expect. And like you said earlier, student welfare is my top priority. 
And uh, I want every student that goes through our program to have a life-changing experience. Um, that's what happened to me. I had a life-changing experience playing intercollegiate athletics at a small NAI school, but it set the, it set the standard and it set the tone for my, uh, for my life and my career. And I want every student athlete to have, have that same kind of opportunity. So yeah, I, I, I make it very clear to the coaches what I expect of them. And it's not the same thing for everybody, but, um, but it is certainly uh, something that is clearly delineated and discussed at the beginning of the season. So, so the, the communication of those goals uh, is, is probably uh, really, really important as you talk about this. Uh, what do you expect from your coaches? So how do you communicate best? I know you have meetings and I know you have discussions. Is there a, a, a uniqueness to any communications that you have with coaches? Well, coaches need to know, just like our student athletes need to know, coaches need to know that you care about them. They need to know that um, that you will do all that you can do to help them be successful. Uh, there's no, there's nothing that makes me prouder as an athletics director than to see my coaches succeed, and that's the that that's what I want to do. So I have to be very intuitive with seeing what's going on behind the scenes. I have to have to have a good understanding what's going on in our coaches' personal lives that uh, make sure that it, it, if it's if it's if they're struggling with something that it's not carrying over onto the uh, you know to the practice field and to the comp field of competition. And so uh, it's a lot more than just a, a boss uh, employee relationship. It's a it's a tight knit close relationship that has to be worked with to uh, uh, to make sure that the goals are being are being met. So no, I don't. I don't really have a hard line. Uh, every coach has to do this, or every coach has to do this. It's all individual based on their abilities and their talents. Uh, we had we've had coaches that have inherited bad programs and have built them over the course of time into successful programs. And those goals are a lot different than somebody who has come in and and has a very successful program and is trying to sustain it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GamePresents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GamePresents. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. What's your vision of a successful coach? I think a successful coach is someone that can go home every night and say, um, I made a different that difference in that young person's life today. Um, a successful coach is a good role model for students. Uh, a lot of our students don't have models at home. Uh, the coach is the leadership figure in their lives. And uh, our students often will watch those coaches closely. They'll emulate their actions and their attitudes. And uh, whether we like it or not, coaches live in a fishbowl on and off the surface of competition. You and I both have many friends that have made mistakes over the years that uh, have cost them their careers. And, and it's because they made poor decisions. Well, when you choose to take on this, this profession, you put yourself in that uh, in that situation of having to make uh, having to make good decisions at all times. And uh, my my uh, I guess my moniker or my recommendation to any coaches out there that are looking to advance is be careful how you live your lives on and off the field because eyes are watching. There are a couple different kinds of coaches. Some of them are are into you know they're yellers and screamers, and others are kind of the the more of a cerebral, I guess. And 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 there's different guys. Do you have a preference, or how does that affect your decision? I don't really have a preference. I do I do uh, I do like a coach that can communicate well, and usually yellers don't communicate well because it means that they can't find the words to to motivate their student athletes, uh, uh, you know, using our, using our English language. So they have to use it by having a threatening voice. And, uh, so I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of, of, of a coach that yells a lot. However, I think that there are times for that. I think that there are times when a student athlete is, is either being disrespectful or is not paying attention that you have to get their attention somehow. So, uh, that's why it's important that you have the right coaches in place so that uh, they know when to use those different kinds of motivation. And yelling certainly can be a motivation, but it certainly shouldn't be the only motivation. Yeah, I had a coach tell me, if I stop yelling at you, that's when I don't care. That's right. 
<laughs> right. Hey, uh, everybody in my family knows that story. Well, what? What? <laughs> let's talk about the NCAA for a minute. What's their mission in your your mind? And and I think we kind of know it, but from somebody that's worked inside. Well, I think the NCAA. I think there's there's somewhat of a misnomer out there because the NCAA is kind of a clearinghouse for uh, for intercollegiate athletics. The, the NCAA often gets blamed for things, but the NCAA is governed and run by its membership. And so the only thing we did at the NCAA office was we um, we looked at the legislation, we made recommendations on the legislation, and then we enforced the legislation that the membership passed. So it's not like there's a bunch of people at the NCAA uh, creating all of these rules and, and, and regulations and so on. All of these things are voted on by the, uh, by the membership. And so we've certainly had strong leaders at the NCA. We've had weak leaders at the NCA in the past. Um, and I know that the NCA is going through a tumultuous time. Uh, there's been some dramatic changes in, uh, in legislation in, in recent years when you start talking about name, image, and likeness and transfer portal and legalized gambling and student athletes being considered employees, the elimination of APR, which measures academic excellence, all of those kinds of things. Um, college sports is changing before our eyes, and I hope we can survive without compromising the integrity of why the NCAA was formed as an amateur sports organization. You had mentioned uh, the membership, and just so people are clear, the membership are the universities and colleges that that are a part of the NCAA. And then there's the NAIA and there's different organizations. But uh, I just want to be sure that the folks watching knew that the NCAA membership are the colleges, not the athletes, not the coaches, but the universities. That's correct. How do they make decisions? We kind of been talking a little bit around it. Is there a, it's coming directed from the college ADs or the faculty reps or whoever it's coming from. Uh, and you take this information like the NIL, like the transfer portal and, and APR and all those things. Uh, and those have been transformative changes that we've seen in quite some time. Uh, is it there? So how do they make the decision on that? And, and is it something that they make a decision uh, where they know they might have to go back and tinker? Sure. Well, I've been in the unique position of being a Division One and Division Two athletics director, as well as an athletics director at the NAI level, as well as being on the executive uh, executive team of the NCAA. So I've kind of seen it from both sides, and there aren't very many people out there that can say that. Um, so, again, the office staff does what the membership legislates. What we did was we, we would make recommendations to the membership, they would discuss it. There's dozens of committees at the NCAA. Um, I know when I was an athletics director uh, at Division One, I, I served on two or three uh, NCAA committees. We would get recommendations from the NCAA office, but ultimately it was, it was our committees made up of the membership that uh, uh, proposed the legislation and then moved it forward. Um, I've seen this membership model excel and also fail. And often the membership gives the NCAA way too much leeway to make some of these kinds of recommendations and decisions. 
there are a lot of people at the NCAA that don't have uh, great experience on campus, practical boots on the ground experience, and they're sitting in the office uh, making recommendations and and decisions that are going to impact literally thousands of uh, of young men and women that play uh, play in our 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 universities uh, at this point. So uh, this needs to be get cleaned up quickly. I think there's going to be a tough decision ahead about how necessary the NCAA really is in our world of power four conferences. And uh, I'm not sure if we don't clean it up really quickly that uh, there are going to be some dramatic changes of uh, separation from the NCAA. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Let's just talk. Let's let's get uh, you to, to uh, give us one specific change you'd make to the NCAA today that could help them go much further. And and, and then I'll, I'll ask a second part of that is is if there is no NCAA, what is there? Well, the NCAA model is is or was a pretty good one. Um, you need some sort of uh, uh, continuity. You need some sort of staff to uh, oversee. My responsibility was managing 17 NCAA national championships, in, including College World Series, women's volleyball, men's ice hockey, uh, 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 F, F, FCS football, Division One football, uh, and you know 17 total sports. But I, th I think my recommendation would be that um, the Power Four probably needs to leave the oversight of the uh, of the NCAA. When I was at the NCAA, I was the um, liaison to the uh, 
to the college football playoff organization. And so I would interact with those folks a lot and work with them. We were, uh, we were responsible for all the rules. We were responsible for all the eligibility. We were responsible for all the officials, so on and so forth. But we, um, there, was, there was little or no um, power that the NCAA really had when it came to the, the, the actual uh, 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 implementation of the, of the playoffs. And so uh, I think that the CFP now has made enough money that they could have their own staff to manage football in the power four conferences and, and do what they do, what they need to do, have their own enforcement staff, have their own legislative team just for the sport of football. Um, my fear is that football is going to dominate so much and people are going to keep pouring so much money into football that the Olympic sports are going to suffer. And we're already seeing so many schools dropping sports as they, um, uh, as they try to fund the, the, the revenue producing sports and it's impacting uh, thousands of young men and women that, that aren't getting a chance to play the sports that they love. What do you think? Well, let me ask this question. Then, then I'd like to see what you think should happen or would happen if the NCAA was no more. Um, the NIL and, and that uh, has been a huge reason to uh, increase the amount of money raised by these universities. And not everybody can do that. Now, you, you've been talking about the Power Four, uh, which is interesting because it used to be Power Five. So, so first, tell our folks, who are the Power Four? Well, the SEC, the ACC, the Big Ten, and the Big 12. With the, with the, with the uh, transition from, <coughs> excuse me, with the transition from all the, of all the schools from the Pac-12 to the uh, other various uh, organizations, uh, uh, the Pac-12 no, will no longer be in existence. Um, it's going to be amazing. A, it really is because it was called the conference of champions for a reason, more, more national championships in that, in that uh, conference than any other conference in the country. So uh, it's been hard to watch that happen as a West coast guy. Yeah. And, and, uh, the idea that the PAC 12 or whatever number there are right now is having great success in football and normally does in, in basketball and the, what they call the revenue sports. So it, it doesn't make sense, uh, but it is what it is. And, and so what would you, what would it look like if the NCAA was gone? You know, going back to what you just said, a lot of the, nearly every one of these decisions have been made because of the almighty dollar, not necessarily student athlete welfare or what the best situation is for student athletes, but, it's because they can make more money and more revenue and continue to enhance the programs that they have. Um, I do not actually foresee the NCAA ever being totally dissolved. Um, I think that... Uh, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them 
can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.